6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, my friends, he's back. Yes, uh, Premier Jason Kenney made his first public appearance in a few weeks on a Facebook Live last night. The Premier's last public event was August 9th at a brewery in Edmonton. And since then, the number of COVID-19 cases in the province, you know, they have risen dramatically and hospitalizations from the disease have increased as well. We have not heard during that time since the premier from the chief medical officer of health as well uh, health professionals the opposition calling on the government to do something do something to address the worsening health crisis now if he had hoped to quell some of the firestorm around his absence i'm not sure it has Lori williams is a political science professor at mount royal university Lori, welcome back to the show great to be with you jaylen uh, Lori, uh, how surprised were you to see him show up in that form last night? Uh, not at all surprised that it was such a controlled sort of medium. Um, frankly, I was expecting something more substantive earlier in the day, but, but the fact that he chose uh, a safer, sort of less contentious sort of setting, one where he had control over the questions and the answers and no follow-up questions, that, that's pretty, been pretty true to form. I mean, you mentioned that the last event was, was August 9th, mm-hmm. basically to announce good news about what the government is doing well that seems to be the kind of public access that he prefers Uh, but frankly when you're a politician you always get to choose you have to answer the tough questions and he's been avoiding them yeah and there are some people out there that might wonder okay well what's the big deal i mean he's taking questions from the public so what's the big deal what's the difference between the questions from the public and the questions from reporters well two things that have to be noted uh first of all he chooses the questions he reads the questions he answers the questions and there's no follow-up mm-hmm. so just ordinary folks fielding a question reporters obviously are a lot more careful in terms of how they craft the question they make it a little more difficult to wiggle out of the question and if you get a response as we've heard um, that he said it was a great summer certainly a follow-up question from a reporter would would uh, would address what many Albertans are wondering look this is not being in the fourth wave of a pandemic being the worst uh, province in the country at this point in time is not what anybody would describe as the wor- uh, the best summer ever. They might say it's it's the worst, and and there's no sort of follow up, no holding him to to actually answer the question more substantively the way a reporter would do. Lori, I want to play a couple of his comments from last night and get you to comment on what he said in them. And let's start with this one: when the premier was asked, "Where is he? Or where was he?" I'm right here at McDougal Centre. I've been working out of this office this week. I I did take a couple of weeks of summer holiday. It's important that a a person in my position doesn't burn out, has a chance to recharge my batteries. I can tell you I was in in touch with um, my office, with senior ministers, with senior officials in the public service uh, on a daily basis, spent a fair bit of my uh, summer break time on the phone and uh, on my computer. Uh, Lori, what do you say to that? Because I know that there's a lot of nurses and those in the, in the, in the, in the, in the health industry right now that would suggest that part of that comment flew over like a lead balloon. 
absolutely. People have been saying for a long time that the Premier taking a vacation, and I mean, vacations, I understand, are important and, and um, you know, can be something that everybody wants, but you put that in contrast to the fact that there are some frontline healthcare workers whose vacations may be revoked. They're, they may be forced to work overtime at a time when the Premier is taking time off to recharge his batteries. A lot of healthcare, especially those frontline healthcare mm-hmm. workers, would welcome a break. They haven't been able to take one because of the shortage of staff and the high case count. And the premier has not been available to answer questions about how to deal with the fourth wave of the pandemic, the the, the um, staff shortages at hospitals, the challenges that healthcare workers are facing, and and if he feels that he must take a break, uh, at least make the minister of health or the chief medical officer of health available to answer questions about. <laughs> what Albertans need to know as they're facing returning to the workplace, to to school, to to university, going out in public. What what are the case counts? What what would be the wise move to make under these these circumstances? The the government with the authority and the information has been absent at a time when there have been critical questions to be answered. Laurie Williams joining us this afternoon and I think you nailed it there. No one begrudges anybody for taking a holiday, but when you're in uh, the midst of a crisis and uh, the, the public is calling for answers or looking for answers or some guidance or some reassurance, then put somebody out there. It's been radio silence. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, not only have we not had any response to the real, real pressing concerns that Albertans have had, promised information in the form of mm-hmm. um, the the evidence upon which the the very controversial decision to to. Um, cease with the uh, contact tracing and uh, testing and isolation and quarantining. In other words, removing many of the restrictions based on the so-called best summer ever. That evidence is is still not forthcoming. So the government has been barraged with questions for at least three weeks and has just been absent. There's been nobody there to answer questions and they've posted things on social media but not only have they done that uh, in the way of information, just before they, they decided to uh, put off the, the new policies that they were so controversially uh, saying were, were justified, um, they, were, they had staff members for the, from the government attacking people on social media for saying the very same thing that Vienna Hinshaw ultimately wound up saying when she returned to answer questions uh, and, and postpone those, those changes, those policy changes that were proposed. I mean, this idea that that government employees are being paid to attack Albertans for asking legitimate questions for taking a position that the government ultimately itself took doesn't make sense to a lot of Albertans, and they wonder what their taxpayer dollars are doing paying for that. Lori Williams from Mount Royal University joining me this afternoon. Another clip that I wanted uh, to, to get your comments on. He was asked about his timing for the holiday. I know that some people are trying to politicize me taking a, a personal break, I never did criticize or politicize this when my predecessor would apparently take personal time. I think she deserved it and probably did a, did a better job because of it. I mean, it's, um, I don't think uh, what people taking a bit of personal time should be a political football. And the Premier said that August, normally a slower month in politics, Laurie. This isn't a normal August. I mean, this is absurd. We are in the midst of a fourth wave of a pandemic. And it's not just the fourth wave. It's a fourth wave as people are preparing to return to school, university, work, etc. Um, the government has been promising information to help people. Basically, they have yielded 
the narrative to um, to healthcare experts, to municipalities, to school boards, to universities, people that are actually responding to the concerns that Albertans have because the, the uh, Alberta government has failed to do so. It, it now looks like the people that can be relied upon and trusted, the, the people in whom Albertans have confidence, are not the Alberta government. And, and that, that sort of loss of trust is going to be even more difficult. I mean, we remember in January Jason Kenney saying he was going to regain the trust of Albertans. Mm-hmm. It's gotten nothing but worse since then, and uh, and he's now in a deeper hole um, of, of, of a deeper deficit of trust, if you like, than than he was in in January. And the people that people that Albertans do trust are doctors and nurses and healthcare workers, uh, with whom the government is in in the midst of negotiating salaries with. Uh, people aren't going to be on the government side in those negotiations, based on what we've seen so far. How much um, of being out of the spotlight do you think um, has to do with the federal? election. Well, a lot of people are speculating that. Even something that, that Mr. Kenny said himself uh, last night seemed to suggest that that was one of the considerations behind the absence. I mean, again, this isn't simply about the premier taking time off. Mm-mm. It's it's when he's taking time off and the fact that nobody in the midst of a health care crisis, nobody with, with the authority or, and the information to respond to the crisis has been available to speak to Albertans, to address their concerns and to answer their, their questions. Um, so clearly, uh, the federal conservatives asked uh, uh, the the Ontario premier to stay out of politics, to remain silent, um, and and that has been publicly known. Perhaps a, a similar sort of conversation was had mm. with Mr. Kenny. Maybe he himself just recognized that getting involved in the campaign might hurt hurt the federal conservatives. Uh, whatever the reason for it, uh, he did himself say that the fact there's a federal election on uh, was one of his reasons for for taking a lower profile. But it's not uh, the election that people want to hear from the, the premier on. It's it's the the, the health care crisis yeah. that they want to hear from him on. He is suggesting or did say in that uh, Facebook Live last night that there would be a media conference later this week. Well, today is Thursday, so I'm guessing it's going to happen tomorrow if it does mm-hmm. happen. Um, too little, too late? Absolutely. Uh, again, the message has been completely handed over to other players in the in the system, whether it be healthcare experts or people that are making decisions at the municipal level, or at school boards, at universities, and, and private employers. Uh, the the, that that loss of of confidence and trust in the government's management of the pandemic, and indeed in in terms of leadership, is has reached actually a a, a height that I wouldn't have imagined possible back even in January. Laurie Williams, a political science professor at Mount Royal University. Always appreciate your time, Laurie. Thank you. Thank you, Jalen. Take care. Uh, Laurie Williams joining us this afternoon. So we'll wait to see uh, on that news conference that the Premier said would happen. Didn't happen today. Uh, So we're wondering if it's uh, going to happen tomorrow, maybe even pushed into early next week. We'll keep you updated right here on 630 Chad.